The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, and to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise the one who received two, another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. The master said to him, Well done. My good and faithful servant, since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. The master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant, so you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you then not have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. A very good morning to everybody on this beautiful day. I I welcome and uh, all the people listening, listening through the streaming and from their homes. We say hello, and uh, I also like to say hello to Father, that's a priest visiting us uh, with some friends uh, from Michigan, so welcome Father. On Wednesday, I did a switcheroo with Father Joshua, and I went to NC State, to the chaplain, the the student center, and he came here on our usual, uh, for our usual Wednesday night devotions. It was very beautiful to be with the students, to see them. They have a very small space in the basement of a building right by the, by the university. But to see them worshiping and praising the Lord, having adoration, confessions, and mass was very beautiful. The themes running through the readings today are many. I have chosen a couple and will try to knit them together in such a way that When you leave Mass today, you will have a clear goal this week to live this message in your home, with your families, with your friends, and at work. 
But remember one thing. It is the Holy Spirit who will speak to you. To say a wee prayer in your heart as we get started for openness to hear his message for you. To have a heart-to-heart conversation. So obedience and fear of the Lord. These virtues or way of life shine through us when we want to do what is right in God's eyes. Out of our poverty. When we want to do what is right in God's eyes out of our poverty. See if you can with me knit these ideas together so that this week can be filled with these, not ideas, but life-giving Um, lessons from the Lord. We start this life with nothing. We end this life with nothing, right? We all get that. That's a universal truth, no matter what religion you're in. So it's important that poverty be a wellspring inside our souls. A virtuous life thrives in a person when they are poor and humble. Look at the life of Padre Pio, for instance. This picture's right there by the sacristy, by my where I vest. He came he had nothing but the grace of God. That's all he gave away. And to this day, fifty years after his death, thousands and thousands of people visit his tomb in Italy. Trusting and fear of the Lord leads to obedience. When we trust with our whole heart, we are able to surrender to his will. You know, like the young people might feel God calling them to be a priest and think, oh my gosh, or to be a nun. Oh my gosh, that would be too much. I could never do that. But there's a process in which you can finally say, Lord, whatever you want. That's what I want to do. Knowing God means loving God, which means trusting him and ultimately obeying him. In the good times and in the bad. For those of those of you who are married, you will remember those words. I promise to be true to you in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health, in richness and in poverty. <clears throat> Giving ourselves to God takes time. Wives and mothers, you know well that you don't become a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home overnight. It takes time. We only glimpse the fruit of our labor after a long time. And at the same time, there is a mystery grafted into, this, into our being, which is we don't know when the Lord will take us home. And this is where time and eternity meet. Our lives are a labor of love. That end in the ultimate act of poverty, giving everything over the Lord to the Lord at the moment of our death. Another dimension of the mystery is that we know He will make all things new. Do you believe that? Does your mind conform itself to this? That God will make all things new. He told us so. St. Paul in other places in his letters refers to this. St. John too speaks to this in the last book of the Bible. 
Therefore, we are called to do the best with what we are given. Even though so much of what he has given us is imperfect, in, in human eyes, in his eyes, it's perfect. We, we mess it up. We break, as things break, we break things. Oh, look, it broke. No, you broke it, right? So our imperfect family, our struggles at work, our, the unrest we feel around us. But when we live profoundly united to the Lord, we see that this imperfect pathway will in fact get us to heaven. The parable of the talents, classic, classic story. Just say Matthew 25 and you start shaking. (laughs) Because it's a tough gospel. If we were to look at our lives right now and enumerate the gifts our blessed Lord has given us, we would not leave this church until late tonight because there are so many gifts. I will share with you what an ancient saint wrote about these talents. Is there something more you want? By coming, he took up your death. By rising, he gave you his life. Do you still want more? He is the one who crucified. He is the one. He, the one who was crucified for you by rising on the third day, raised you above the heavens. He made you a son or a daughter of God. Is there still something more you want? What will we give to the Lord for what he has given us? Before we existed, he made us, gave us life, gave us a lifetime, gave us free will, gave us worldly goods, gave us a talent, gave us reason, gave us knowledge, gave us all his creation that it might come become ours. And we have used these things badly and have grown proud with the recompense of sin. We have offended the creator who gives us such good things freely. We were lost, he found us. We were taken captive, he helped us. We were being led to perpetual death, he freed us. How could he who handed himself over to death for you present you any less? What will we give back to him? If there is nothing we can return to him, let us receive from him what we offer him. So beautiful. Just this windy connector of all the things that God has given us. It's, a, it's like a beautiful painting, isn't it? And all of you are, you represent the beautiful painting of the Lord. Your lives, your families, your vocations, your youthfulness, your not so youthfulness. <laughs> Your wisdom, right? Your wisdom comes out. That's why Pope Francis, he speaks about the intergenerational communication. If, we, if these guys and girls, all you people, don't have contact with the older ones, you don't really fully get it. But when you do, your eyes open up to the realities. I want to be like him. I want to be like her when I grow a little old. Hmm. So some takeaways. In the late afternoon, doing a, a powerful exercise of just examining our ability to love. Where did I love? Or where did I take control of my life and love less? Remembering a, 
Thanksgiving is approaching and we will be with families. And I'm sure you have some family members that are just a little bit hard to get along with. Work on that one. Prepare yourself for that one. Do hidden acts of charity for that one. Kids, young people, be the first to offer to wash the dishes. Just do things that make your parents happy and, and also get to relax. You know, as a parent, as a priest, you, sort of, you, might, you, you could feel crushed by the overwhelming uh, pressure of just making everything work. And so your job is to ease that, especially as you get older. You know, you're no longer like, you know, like down here. You're, you are able to help. So help. In conclusion, let us be children of the light. The Lord will show us the path to life and the fullness of joy. Trusting in the Father's unfailing care, we offer him our prayers that the church will stand before the world without stain or blemish, holy and obedient to God's word, we pray to the Lord. For police, officers, firefighters, emergency medical technicians, and all those who risk their lives to protect us, that God will bless them and keep them safe, we pray to the Lord. For Christian husbands and wives, that the Lord will give them the graces they need to live in faith, the sacrament of matrimony, we pray to the Lord. For the grace this week to be generous in using the Lord's gifts to us, we pray to the Lord. And being November, and we still remember uh, the souls in purgatory with this prayer, Eternal Father, I offer thee the most precious blood of thy divine Son, Jesus, in union with the masses said throughout the whole world today, and for all the holy souls in purgatory, for sinners everywhere, for sinners in the universal church, for those in our own home and within my family. Amen. And we offer up this song of praise to Mary with all these intentions.